Love this podcast? Support this show through the Acast supporter feature. It's up to you how much you give, and there's no regular commitment. Just click the link in the show description to support now. Hey, it's Ryan Reynolds, and I'm here with Keith, co-star of my upcoming film, If, only in theaters May 17th. Do you want to tell people the big news? All right, I'll do it. Sign up now, and you'll get unlimited for $15 a month in six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan on us. MintMobile.com slash switch. Upfront payment of $45, equivalent to $15 per month. Unlimited over 40 gigabytes per month. Face lower speeds. Videos at 480p. Active Mint customers by 531.24 get six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan. Auto renews after six months. Offer ends May 31st, 2024. Separate Paramount Plus registration required. Terms and conditions apply if rated PG. Welcome to the Buker and Friends podcast, co-starring 10-year NBA center Ryan Hollins. Shot blocked by Ryan Hollins. Hollins sent that into the third row. Six rebounds and eight assists. Hollins climbs the stairs. Down the floor. Ryan Hollins, he is the high jumper. That's what I want to see. Give me some gunpowder and throw the hammer down. And now, here is your host. Let's send it over to Rick Buker. Rick Buker. Welcome to another episode of Buker and Hollins, subsidiary of Buker and Friends, part of the United Recast Network. I'm Rick Buker. You can see me on FS1. You can read me on Bleach Report. And you can hear me on Fox Radio and Entercom Local Terrestrial. You can also follow me on Twitter at Rick Buecher. He is Ryan Hollins. You can see him on ESPN. And you can follow him on Twitter at the Ryan Hollins and on Instagram at simply Ryan Hollins. And is there any other platform that I'm missing? Because some of yours kind of move and change and obviously do the Clippers broadcast, but am I missing any? Am I missing Yahoo? Am I missing anything? that should be out there as of right now? Are you just, you on the low, you're only going to do five jobs, not eight? For me, I'm very much a free agent. Okay. I I get to touch uh, a number of different platforms uh, other than Fox. I don't know why I've been banned from Fox Sports 1. I don't think you've been bought, banned. I've been pretty banned. <laughs> you haven't pre- I don't know why. You know what? I got to I gotta ask about that because yeah, I, 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 I've not heard your name agent. disparaged in any way. In fact, the the radio guys like you. I could. Did you have I, a mean, thing? I got. A I got to do a little the, bit of. I got to do a little bit of Fox Radio, but as far as television, I'm like okay, I'm I'm banned. That that that's cool. <laughs> um, I, I think you're banned, but, but I'll, get, I, I'll get to the bottom of it. If you're I've banned, I'll some, find out. Yeah, yeah. I, I, hey, beat, beats me. Just another chip on my shoulder. But I, other than that, I'm 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 a I'm a hot free agent. Like remember when Lil Wayne used to do make like rap on everybody's singles. <laughs> Like that's that's how I feel right now. That's all right. That's all right. Uh, all right. So speaking of free agents, man, we're coming down to the wire now, and this is the this is a subject I'm going to do in the next Buker Friendless episode because people and I've, I I am subject to it at times too, where people look at the New York Knicks and they look at the recent history of the team and they're like. Why would anybody ever want to play for the Knicks? Why would they want to play in Madison Square Garden? 
why would they want to play in the New York market? Are they are, are they really are there really elements to that that make it so attractive? And so I want to start here. I want to ask you because I was trying to come up with a description or an explanation. When I walk into Madison Square Garden, it feels different. It feels unlike any other place. It feels like a place where you're going to see a show. Something's going to happen, and when somebody has a great game there, it somehow is elevated. You expect you expect great performances from great players in Madison Square Garden. It's a little like the Frank Sinatra thing. I mean, I know it's a little tried and true, but if you can do it here, you can do it anywhere. That's what Madison Square... And But I can't really put my finger on what it is about that building that gives it when you walk in, even before the game is being played, you walk in, you walk out on the court. It's not, the Staples Center doesn't have it. The Boston Garden used to have it for me the first time I walked in there. The, the, the renovation has changed something. But Madison Square Garden, even with the renovation, still has it. So from a player's perspective, maybe you have a better sense of this. What is it? that hits you when you walk in there? What makes that place feel different? Well, for one, it's New York, so it's kind of impossible to get in. <laughs> then you get on this weird uh, elevator like to get up to the game. Yeah. And uh, it, it's similar to Staples. The lighting is a little different there in Madison Square. And when you're walking around the arena, you, you just see see a bunch of different people. You don't know what you might see. Hmm. But there's definitely there's a different different feel there uh, when you go and play in the garden, and and maybe I'll attribute a lot of that to the to the lighting, and then just just who is who is is, is kind of there, and they have a you know the court's a little dated, and it it, it, it seems to have been timeless. Uh, I compare it to Boston; they've really kept the old older style arena. Yep. Um, and, and but I would say the lighting, you know, I don't know if. You know, it's crazy, Rick. I don't know. You can know more detail on it, but I know I don't know if that I think the Lakers have the rights to the way the the arena is lit and mm-hmm. only they have the ability to light the arena like that during the day during the game. If you go if you've ever been to, been to a Laker game or not, the arena is lit like you're on a stage and everything's just a little bit darker. Yeah. So I think New York may possibly have uh, some of those similar rights to the way that the the you know, the arena is lit up. And I, I mean, it, it does it. It always feels different when you play there, man. You just, you know, you're, you're in New York, you know, you're in the garden. So did you ever have a chance where you were possibly looking at playing in New York? And when were you ever presented with like the, the, the financial possibilities of playing there off the court? Cause I, I've had a couple of numbers thrown at me where I'm like, wow, it really is different. It, I mean, if you're, and I don't know if that's for every player or whether it's just for stars, but the ability to make money off the court in New York, I would say is like no other. Even in in a town like LA, a market like LA, I don't think there's anything that tops New York. I was always, they always pursued me a free agency, but it's like, yeah, for a minimum deal. And it's like, uh, I'm not coming to New York on a minimum deal. That's, that's not happening. Now, if you want to offer more money, but I think they maybe just throw that out to all the kind of free agents, a minimum deal to see if somebody will just like take the bait. Hmm. I don't know if that was the, the, the gen, generic like, oh, we can get better. That's a steal. Like, so it never worked out. And they do like they sent me like a, a leather gym bag. I don't I don't know how you can do that in free agency. It was weird. You know, nothing, you know, too big. Yeah. I actually used the bag for a very long time. 
Do you? It didn't ca- say Nick's on it e- either at all. I, really? I, I, yeah, it didn't. Was it a nice? Ba- Do you know who made it? I wore it for a very long time until I snapped the the rope on it. But I, I swear I used that gym bag for a while, bro. Cool. A lot of times, L.A., New York, they they use celebrities. They use famous people to to attract guys. Who, if if they wanted to get Ryan Hollins in his heyday, and who is it that they trotted out that you'd go, oh, damn, damn, they got them? They know me. They know, like, the person that would, that would give you the goosebumps, that would, that would make you think, man, if I get a chance, to, I, I get a chance to meet this dude, these guys are on it. When I was younger, I, maybe Jay-Z could have pulled something like that. Okay. We, you know, I was really into music. Maybe Jay could have pulled something. Uh, actor wise, who knows? Maybe Will Smith. Will Smith was probably the hottest around around those times. One of those guys could have could have come in. Um, and it's interesting, you know, you have some celebrities now in organizations. So Jay Z maybe could have come in with with Brooklyn. You know, maybe he's doing that now. I'm sure he's you know ties in some of these big time jail deals. Uh, I I think um I don't want to say to that level, but for a basketball sense, of course, that was kind of mad. That was really Magic Johnson's job. Then he was like, nah, y'all need to give me a real title for this. <laughs> and then he got a real title, and then it got downgraded back to like, nah, Magic, you're the mascot. Like, <laughs> yeah. we're just bringing you in for these for these talks. You're not really calling the shots and hiring and firing. And then he was like, yo, bro, I'm out. <laughs> this is what I wonder because, look, Magic has been very successful as the face, as the front man, right? And he's also done – I mean, he's got a lot of successful businesses. I just don't know how much he's in the weeds. I don't know how much it's, hey, let me play this role and it's going to connect me to the right people and I got an eye, I got a keen enough eye that I know a good business from a bad business. But I don't know, and I, and, and he may, he may not, I don't know. I don't know how much he's involved in the actual making decisions that make the business good or bad. You know what I mean? It's It's one thing to be a partner. It's one thing to have... Uh, I don't know, a director or provide leadership. And it's another thing to be the guy who's like doing the actual, like, no, we got to order 500 of these and we got to get it at this rate and we got to ship them here. No, you know what? The shipping's too high. We got to do this. Like somebody who's really into that. I don't know how much he, he may be all into that. I don't know. Do you have any idea? Have you ever, have you ever had any exposure to Magic's business acumen? I haven't. I don't know what he's like behind the scenes. And uh, I haven't really heard any positive or, or, or negative. Uh, I, I took it as even the move with LeBron. I felt like everything that was happening was happening. And, you know, would it be safe to say, Rick, that if we're going to stick decisions to, uh, you know, what Magic did? And I'm, I'm not I wasn't really against it. Lance Stevenson, you know, Rondo, McGee. Beasley. Beasley, I think he kind of took this bad boys approach, but I, I feel like, yo, we can safely stamp, staple that as all magic. And he said, you know what, I messed up. Hmm. I don't know. I don't even know if I would agree that he he messed up in that uh, because those guys can play ball, each and every one of them. But mm-hmm. there is no system there. There's no system with Luke Walton. So maybe the move would have been to go get a group of veterans, Mike Miller's, James Jones's. Uh, you know, Kyle Korver is just the, mm. the pro's pro. Mm. And when you look back, LeBron has always had that around him. Sure. 
Le- sure. LeBron's always had some nonsense with his leadership. He's always wavered. And I, when I say nonsense, not to say he's a bad leader, but sometimes he's just a little inconsistent, needed a little kick yeah. in the butt. No. But he had super, super Richard Jefferson, super pros around him. Right. Well, and he had guys that might have had lesser roles, but who did have those leadership qualities. I mean, guys have told me, like James Jones, now the GM of the Suns, was one of the real leaders in Cleveland. Absolutely. And that takes a special guy who doesn't necessarily play a whole lot to still command that that leadership uh, presence. And yet, he was also, like, LeBron respected him. And so it worked. Yeah, and he's he's always had those guys. And I, I think that that was one element that was missing in L.A., is that he didn't have the support of those vets, other than, I'd say, Rondo. I'd put Rondo in that category, would you not? Uh, But what do we break this down? Give give me a little more context with the category, Rick. With Rondo? Yeah. (laughs) Well, it does get complicated. I will say this. You know what I was surprised is I thought for sure, because he had been in New Orleans with AD and because he seemed to get along well enough with LeBron last season, I kind of heard mixed reviews on that. Uh, Rondo will tell you that they got along. Yeah, I, I thought for sure they'd bring him back. But he is not on their radar. Like, they've got so many guys rated ahead of him. And some of it is Rondo's in this weird place where he can't play all the time. But he, when he does play, like, he, he still wants to be the guy and he still wants to run it. But he can't give you enough minutes. I don't know that he's a starting point guard in the league at this stage. And so you got that rub of how he sees himself still and what's the ideal role for him. And the difficulty, I think if you had a guy that was better than him, clearly better than him, he would be okay. But if you're going to have a younger guy, you're going to have a guy that's not quite as good, then he's going to like, that dude shouldn't be playing ahead of me. And he's probably right, but that then creates a problem. No, I play with Rondo. I don't think that's that's an issue. I don't think he would. I mean, and, and really, his injuries were freak injuries. They were a hand. He had two an, hand injuries that he lost time oh, with. Oh, this past year? Yeah, yeah. Yeah, 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 I, yeah. He did a good job mentoring Lonzo. Lonzo actually improved. I, I just believe that what was really tough, he got a bad break, is that when LeBron went out, yeah. that was supposed to be his time to lead the yes. show. And they they yes. beat the Warriors. They beat the, the Warriors time. with him yep. going Christmas to town. Day. Christmas Day. And where he was going to make his mark, he hurts his hand that same day or, or game or whatever, and he yep. ends up missing the time where the team absolutely needed him most. And everybody says, like, yo, when LeBron went down, this this team just went to the dumps. Like, like yo, like they lost Rondo, too. Yes. That was yes. when the team went yes. to the dumps. He beat that Boston, too. The, mm-hmm. Yeah. No. Yeah, you're, that's you're when absolutely. the team went to the dumps is because – LeBron out wasn't the, the big issue. They could have played maybe, you know, fair to say 500 ball or, you know, just kind of, you know, floated. And, dude, they, they just didn't have it after that. So this is what I've heard. Because, I, I look, I had this conversation with Rondo. And I look at the impact that he had, positive, I believe, on the young guys and on the teams overall, the last four stops. I'd say his, his impact on the Lakers was positive. I'd say his impact on the Pelicans was positive. Chicago, positive. Sacramento, I thought, was positive. I had some people inside the organization say maybe not so much. Dallas is really the only place where it didn't work. And he came in there midseason 
And I can see where he and Rick Carlisle wouldn't get along. So that's the one spot. And yet, I don't see teams jumping out there to get him. Now, the one thing I have heard is Rondo basically doesn't like authority. Does not like anybody telling him what to do. It's, it's, you have to find a way to, I don't know, uh, not co-opt, but like involve him in the process in a, in a, in a very big way. You have to be, you know, co-directors. Do you, you played with him. Was that your experience? No, I, 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 when I played with Rondo, I took it more as if you're not as smart as he is. Yeah. Or if you kind of have some nonsense, he's going to be like, yeah, that's not, that's not going to work, yo. Yeah. Or like, hey, like, you know, so if you don't know basketball and you say something, yeah, he's going to call it out. And you played with him in Boston. I played with him in Boston. Yeah. He just has a, a nonsense meter. Like, yo, right. that's, it's not working, yo. So if you don't have the basketball IQ and you throw something out or it's wrong, you're not going to win. Like, like he knows. But the, they, the dude's like, like three and four plays ahead type yep, of smart. Yep. Yep. You but, know? But he also had KG there. I feel as if no one has had the influence on him that KG has. That that that, that was a vital part of his growth and a vital part of getting the best out of Rondo. Because I don't know how many people can talk to Rondo the way KG could because he had his ultimate respect. Well, I mean, the work has got to be there. And if, if somebody, KG, was the ultimate, like, yo, like, I play hard every possession, bro. Like, like I play hard in shoot-around. I'm locked in in shoot-around. So if you're not focused, I'm going to tell you about it. And it, that worked well. And, and, I, and, you know, Kevin had that effect on everybody. Mm-hmm. But Rajon also probably knows, like, yo, LeBron, I know you're not playing defense, bro. Like, I know you're not in your spot. So... I mean, damn, what do I do? Like, I'm not going to call you out, but I, I mean, ultimately, what do I do? Because I, I know it's wrong. Right. right. I know it's wrong. So, you know, what am I going to do? Like, if you off it, I'm off it. Like, he's all right. Uh, right. I'm, I'm stuck in the, in the rock in a hard place. Right. All right. So, uh, from what I've heard on the Kevin Durant front, he is he's struggling with this decision. Like, he's got a lot of things going through his head. Uh, obviously, once the security is what I've been told because of the injury, uh, at the same time, it's like, what, what, where do I want to go next? What do I want to do next? And as of right now, as we record this uh, Thursday night, June 27th, I don't know that he's made up his mind. I've heard, I've, you know, like I've been here in New York a long time. I know he and Kyrie have talked. I know they've talked about playing together. I know Kyrie's heart is set on Brooklyn. Ah, but I and and that is now sort of what everybody is saying is the front runner for those two. If you put yourself in KD's shoes, how hard is this decision? Can you appreciate? that he is potentially torn with what he should do? Well, his injury changed a lot. Even changed it for Kyrie. And it's like, maybe he can get back for the playoffs, okay? Mm -hmm. But I got to go somewhere that can 
put me in a position to play come playoff time. Millions of people have lost weight with personalized plans from Noom, like Evan, who can't stand salads and still lost 50 pounds. Salads generally for most people are the easy button, right? For me, that wasn't an option. I never really was a salad guy. That's just not who I am. But Noom worked for me. Get your personalized plan today at Noom.com. Real Noom user compensated to provide their story. In four weeks, the typical Noom user can expect to lose one to two pounds per week. Individual results may vary. And I'm not going to be able to play, so we go to New York, bro. What are we going to attract and what's around us? And then New York doesn't get the first pick in the draft, so it's like, dang, it's not even Zion. You, you know what I'm saying? So that it, it, when he got injured, man, it just it changed. So yes, I mean, like the entire landscape of free agency flipped. You know, Kawhi wins the championship because he's hurt. Now where Kawhi goes is going to be a, a top three contending team, guar- yeah. guaranteed. So whether it's in L.A., whether it's there, right? Yeah. I mean, I mean, Rick, I'm just like, like everything flipped. Even they're even kind of look like my understanding is Brooklyn, and help me confirm this. And I wouldn't doubt it because you got to be intelligent about this. They're even looking at Kyrie and going, well, "Dang, uh, if if KD doesn't come or if he's hurt, and you're the leader, yeah, and we we brush off our young All Star D'Angelo Russell for you, yeah, and they've kind of already ruined that relationship because they can't, they're not going to be able to keep them both. It's a problem." <laughs> No, no doubt. Everybody's looking at that. Everybody's looking at if the 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 danger of recreating uh, what Boston went through this past year, where Kyrie's your best player and Kyrie's got to take the leadership role, and where that leads your team, especially if your team like the Nets that hopes to uh, to to springboard off of this past season. So yeah, know that there there is no question that that is an element. There is also you know one of the things that Kawhi supposedly was attracting Kawhi to LA, whether it's the Clippers or the Lakers. And um, and I've heard that he will take an audience with both of them. Obviously, the Lakers now have created enough cap space to take another max player. Uh, boy, I got to tell you, LeBron, Kawhi, AD, man, that is a fearsome three. It's I, I'm, I believe in depth and versatility, but those are your first three. <laughs> I might be able to do something regardless of who the other <laughs> the other eight or nine are. Uh, that said, Kawhi wanting to go home, like the 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 majority of guys that I've talked to, they don't want to play at home. Now you've done both. You played away, and you also played near home, where you grew up. Was it was it a mixed experience to be playing so close to home, so close to people that you grew up with, so close to people that, uh, hey, Ryan Hollins, hey, can I get tickets? Hey, Ryan, can you show up at my event? Hey, I mean, because that's what I hear is what's waiting for you. You better, it's better to be playing someplace that's at least a plane ride away. Nah, I couldn't wait to get home. Really? It also, you know, I wanted to come home early in my career, but. Later on, it was it was easier. I mean, like if you couldn't come watch me as a Charlotte Bobcat, you're not gonna come see me in L.A. Like that was the easy part. You 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 know what I'm saying? What do you mean? So you were just if people didn't support you when you were away, you didn't have time for them when you got home. Zero. Okay. Okay. It was it was a rule. It was easy. Okay. Nope. Don't have it. <laughs> don't have it, or you know you have somebody else handle. 
It, it really, man. It, I couldn't wait to get home, man. Honestly, I could not. I couldn't. Why? What was? What was? What did you? I mean, family? Or did you have your family based in L.A. or how would that? Man, family, family, friends. And I swear, like, there was nothing like the first time I didn't have to move hmm. in the off season. What the heck? Uh, yeah. You know, like, I didn't have to move? Like, that was crazy. I'm just so, okay, it's time to start packing the boxes, get the moving company together, uh, you know, get everything here. Like, yeah, the first time we didn't have to move, man, this is nuts. Yeah. This is crazy. And then, like, I'm, I'm, I'm going into the arena and, like, yo, like, I'm seeing people I know. I'm not just seeing new people. Like, hey, man, I remember him from the Pac-10 tournament. You know, I remember him from here. Like, oh, man, that's my good – you know, like, it, it was just, it was different, man. It's completely huh. different playing at home. So you loved it? Absolutely. It was okay. my – it was my. I'm not a stranger. Yeah. I'm a stranger in Minnesota. I'm a stranger in Boston. That's fair. Like, that's yo, fair. like, I went to high school with the girl behind the concessions. Right. You, you know what I'm saying? That's like, when cool. I'm walking around, like, yo, I'm the – I don't want to say I'm the man here, but it's right. like, yo, like – I'm here. I'm from here. Yeah. That's good to hear. That's good to hear. That balances things out. Because most guys that I've talked to, it's like, man, the phone never stops ringing. People never stop asking. And and guys a, don't know how to handle a, it. There's a maturity thing, though. Even when I'm home, I had a lot of shut, a lot shut off. So to me, it makes it easier to see certain people you shouldn't be dealing with. Got you. Got you. No, that makes sense. I wouldn't advise it for a young player. Fair. All right. So, uh, big picture. If Kawhi stays in Toronto, are you expecting what, from from everything you're seeing, reading, hearing? What do you expect Ka- Kawhi to do? I expect to wa- Kawhi to be a Clipper. Do you still? I do. What, what um, do you think is going to? Because I can tell you, the Clippers are are worried. Now, heck yeah, they're worried. Heck yeah, they're worried. He won a championship. Uh, LeBron got AD. So, what do you think is gonna? What, what do you think is gonna pull him back? What do you think is gonna make him decide? I now I'm gonna stick with the original plan. I think he ultimately wants to be home. Okay. Um, I'm not ruling out a, a sit down with LeBron. Yep. I'm not. I'm not. No, I'm. I, I, um, I'm sure. That, I'm sure that will happen. And. Just in the sense that he seems low maintenance enough that hey, I can come home. It's already set up for me. Like I, I'm, I'm there. Like I'm gonna be a Clipper. But I mean, damn, like the dude won a championship. You gotta think twice. Like, yo, and you know it's crazy. Like the dude has to be the greatest Texas Hold'em poker player of all time because like both sides are panicking. Like, like Toronto's like ah, dang. Like I said, well, I saw these. We saw the everybody at the NBA awards just just now, Rick. Like they're panicking. Oh dang! The Lakers are like, yo, we might have a shot. Like, like it's up in the air. The Clippers are like, yo, dude, want a chip? And we don't yeah. know what he's thinking. Yeah, I, I don't know if you you and I have talked about this, but speaking of you know uncertainty, do you feel as if something went awry with KD and the Warriors? Because everybody's trying to spin it in their favor. At least the Warriors are trying to spin it like we didn't do anything wrong. We told him what what was what, et cetera, et cetera, et cetera. And the Warriors' reputation is a good one. They don't have a reputation for doing the wrong thing. But, man, it sure feels like they screwed this one up. Hey, man, straight up. 
we saw we heard Iggy's comments and they were strong as heck. What about him walking them back though? They're already out there, bro. <laughs> Somebody got to him and said, "Dude, we're about to get sued for a billion dollars. You need to walk this back." There are it's already out there and just I I I don't Katie's not stupid. He was playing and I've been there before. He was playing like a guy that's not like, oh, man, I got to be careful. He was playing like a guy who was told he can't get hurt anymore. Just go hoop. Dunked in, in, in warm-ups. Banged out. Went and dunked in warm-ups. Yo, like try to get this bag. Yep. He did not play. Kevin Durant is not stupid. It wasn't like, hey, Kevin, you got to be careful as heck, bro. You know what's now, there funny? ain't no tomorrow, yep. but you got to be careful as heck. Don't, don't do nothing wild, Kevin. You know what's funny is – he played more aggressively. Like when Clay came back, even though they sat him an extra game and he came back, Clay played measured. Clay never tried to do anything. He just kept his feet under him. I'm just gonna sh- I'm, I'm gonna catch and shoot. When he when he went to the cup, he wasn't trying to like get that burst. It was everything. He didn't go, he didn't go balls out. Excuse me in, yes. until the until the like this, the, the the second game off the injury. That's why they lost that game. Game four was like, oh, he's back, but he's ah, he's not back. He ain't not back. Right, right. But, <laughs> but he, but he at least played like a guy who goes, I'm playing hurt. Like I'm not trying to do everything. You're right. Absolutely. KD, KD did not play like that, and the Warriors didn't use him like that. I mean, that's the other part. The dude's been off since the second round. He missed the entire. Western Conference Finals, and I know it was a sweep, but still, the first the, the the Western Conference Finals and the first four games of the finals, and then you're gonna play him twelve of the first fourteen minutes. You know what that's like, brah. That- no, no, I didn't. I didn't mind that. I didn't mind that. I just minded the way he was playing, and then like I can't keep get Steve Kerr's comments out of my mind that oh he can't injure it anymore it's the calf did you ever have a anybody ever say that to you when you were injured you can't do yeah you can't can't injure it anymore yeah i i before i had my knee surgery my coach told me to go back and play because they were playing pickup and i was told i had to had surgery and he's like oh you can't injure anymore and i i definitely and i played and i shouldn't have from then on out i swore that i never i listened to my body and i never listened to another trainer I had to have my only knee surgery, my knee scoped, and shaved down on the back of my knee because somebody was telling me I could play when I knew I couldn't play. Hmm. So I've been I've been through that. Yeah. And that dude don't get like I don't get my like okay Rick put it like this. You know how high I jump in the league, mm-hmm. especially in my youth. I had I couldn't even bend my knee back. I didn't have full mobility in my right knee. Hmm. Before you had the surgery? No, after. Oh. After, I had a shave down behind my kneecap, so I, that took away my, my range of motion. Mm. And it was shaved down behind my kneecap. So I never had my range of motion. So I'm saying, imagine, Rick, if I never had that. Yeah. You know, I mean, obviously, some people break their knees in half, don't feel sorry for me. But, like, if you thought I jumped high, like, imagine, what, I was a, a tr- high jumper. Yeah. Yeah. Wild. That's wild. All right. Uh, Kemba Walker to the Celtics. 
What, what does that do for them? You know, the, the funny thing is, is that I talked about that move making sense because uh, they still have some youth there. Yeah. They still have some guys who can play. And he would be a piece. He's almost like like Kyrie, but just like overly humble and quiet. Like, like Kim was like an overly quiet dude. You know what I'm saying? He's not Kyrie, so, though. He's not Kyrie. I said like. I said like. Well, well, I mean, well, damn. He's he's healthy. He we got a question if Kyrie's healthy. Like, a lot of these guys, you they're young, but yeah, is, no. is Kyrie healthy? He, he's been injured, what, 30, 35 to 40% of his career? So is Terry Rozier going to feel better about playing behind Kemba Walker? than he did Kyrie Irving. I mean, look at how many minutes open up even beyond that. And that dude is humble as heck. You do, you do so humble, you can get along with – you can absolutely get along with him. Huh. Okay. All right. And, uh, I mean, you, you think about what he was – what Brad was able to do with Isaiah Thomas. Yeah. Isaiah Thomas was able to cook in that system. So, so okay. okay he's so never – put it like this. Kimball Walker's never had a coach game plan shots for him. In offense, he just kind of ran pick and roll and just skated and did his thing. So, you put Kemba in there. You're losing Al. You're losing Kyrie. Where do you put him in the scope of the Eastern Conference? Eastern Conference, so darn shook. And they're up. losing Aaron Baines too. It's so darn. It's so darn shooken up. I mean, Philadelphia. They could lose Jimmy and Tobias. That's yes, a different team, bro. Yes, they could. Uh, Toronto could lose Kawhi Leonard, a real different team. Yep. Uh, Milwaukee would, although you know, although Toronto would still be very competitive. Still be very I competitive. Don't I don't want to talk about competitive teams, Rick. We're we're not going to do that. Hey, we're not going to talk in, about in competitive. Okay, so who's the team to beat in the East if 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 all those things happen? Tobias and Jimmy leave, Kawhi leaves. Who's the team to beat? Milwaukee, bro. Okay, who's Milwaukee, the next? Who's the next best just team? Stay together. Say, we can't say. <laughs> like even just Kyrie to Brooklyn alone, that's like, that's not even good. They're not even better than Boston. Yeah. It's just weird. Yeah. Yeah. No. Yeah. Victor Oladipo comes back to Indiana. We don't know what what Victor's going to be. Yeah. We we praying he's he can run, jump, do the stuff, and you know, we don't know what he's going to be. Yeah. No. And that's a dude who came back. We talk about KD. He's another star who came back and shouldn't have been playing. And he was he was just hobbled out there, just trying to get on the floor, man. You mean Blake? No. Well, Blake too. Yeah. Victor. Oh, Victor. When Victor went down. It was just yes. non-contact, just running for the ball. It's like, yo, when I saw that and the way he was moving that game, it was yeah. like, yo, Vic, you shouldn't have been out there. Yeah. Blake Griffin, at least. And now, you know what? We made a big fuss about Blake Griffin not playing and them telling him, no, you're not playing. And now, if you look at this Warriors situation, you got to kind of credit the Pistons because they said, bro, you're going to sit out the first round of the playoffs and we'll go home. Right. right. You're a long-term investment for us. Right. And when he played, it looked like Blake knew what he was doing. And this team sat him out and sat him out. So... I mean, I, I really didn't like it at first, but had such like, yo, shout out to Pistons it's training staff. Yeah. Uh, You're trying to figure out the East? Don't. 
stop racking your brain about the Eastern <laughs> Conference, bro, until these these free agent things pieces land. Because if Kawhi comes back, they're the favorites now to come out the ease easily. You know, hmm. if Lopez, we don't know the money he's going to take. What if he lands in like a Boston or somewhere like that? Like he could be a nice little changer. And if and if you're those guys. JJ Reddick, like you're you're kind of looking for money, like yo, I hadn't had a deal, like yo, I, I need the bread, like like shoot, I might mess around and go to uh, go to Memphis for the bag. Do you expect Milwaukee to take a step forward? They won sixty games last year. You expect them to be better, or do you expect them to come back to earth? I feel as if they caught some people by surprise last year. That's why I asked that. Not back to earth. The one thing that I think wouldn't be back to earth, it would be like. Yo, Giannis, you don't got to go dumb hard all season long, man. Like, you don't have to play through ankle planes just so we get 60 wins. Like, you don't have to do all, like, relax a little. We're going to manage you. We're going to manage you more. Don't be mad at us because we won a championship. They were just figuring out they were good, similar to Golden State. We saw that, and they just they, they just pummeled. And then when they're like, yo, we know we're good. Hmm. It's like, okay, we can chill a little more. We can chill a little more. We can get 50. You know, 55 wins, 59 wins. We don't need 72, okay? Yeah, yeah. All right. That, I can't remember what it was that I wanted to ask you, so we're going to end it there. Uh, that does it for this episode of Buker and Holland, subsidiary save, of Buker and Friends. Save it tomo- for tomorrow. I think it might have been pretty good. You were pretty hyped. Uh, yeah, uh, maybe, maybe not. You know, uh, It probably was. It was probably great. It'll, it'll make tomorrow's show. Uh, all right, that does it. Uh, don't forget, we love it when we hear from you. Rate the show. Caden Schmidt, your uh, prize for uh, rating the show and sending us a screenshot of that to at Buker Friends is in the mail and on the way. Congratulations. Nice. We got to figure out what our next prize is going to be. What do you got? We got we, we have a we have a Ryan Hollins memento that we can I got fine, son, bro. Okay, I'm looking at some stuff on the wall right behind you, bro. Bro, that's like a like a. <laughs> I got like Final Four uh, Nets carvings on that. Like every, literally every pin from the Final Four. Like like my 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 big stats from everything I've done. Like uh-huh. player of the game trophies. Like we there can't we give that up. Okay. All right. That was just an idea. All right. Yes. We'll, we will, we will figure out what the next prize is. In the meantime, please rate us and, and, and join the, uh, the opportunity to win a prize and we'll figure out what that prize is. Look, it's all free. So put your, uh, your proverbial hat in the ring. All right. That does it in our next podcast. Ryan and I will give you the latest on the free agency as we move another 24 hours closer and we'll take another look at the uh, the Western Conference and uh, I do want to this is what I want to bring up this is what I wanted to ask you is because of these injuries to these key guys have we seen the end of the short-term contracts by stars to maintain their leverage and flexibility think it's going to go back the other way and guys are going to take the security we'll discuss that in the next podcast In the meantime, as always, thanks for listening. Hey, it's Paige DeSorbo from Giggly Squad. High quality fashion without the price tag. Say hello to Quince. 
I'm snagging high-end essentials like cozy cashmere sweaters, sleek leather jackets, fine jewelry, and so much more. With Quince being 50 to 80% less than similar brands. And they partner with factories that prioritize safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. I love that. Luxury quality within reach. Go to quince.com slash style to get free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. Quince.com slash style.